Welcome to the Living in Sunshine podcast. If you don't know who I am, my name is Maddie, and I am so excited to have you tuning in to our weekly podcast episodes where we chat all the things from tips and tricks to funny stories from my life that have helped me to truly live in the sunshine. In this space, we are all about encouraging, inspiring, and giving you the tough love that you need to hear sometimes to realize that you are totally made for more than what you currently have in life and that you hold the power to make the changes that you need to level up and live your best self. So buckle up, grab some water, and let's get into it. Hello, my dudes, and happy Wednesday. I hope you are having such a great week so far, and I hope you're having such a great last Wednesday of the month. Can you believe that not only is it the last Wednesday of the month, but it's also the last day of September already? What the heck? Now, as a little insider information, I'm actually recording this like the first week of September, so the thought of you listening to this on the last day of September is like very inception, like trippy, confusing, like... Cannot believe that people are going to be listening to this in a couple of weeks, but here we are recording it now, okay? Now, if you are new to the podcast, hi, hello, my name is Maddie, and I am so excited that you are here right now, and this episode is going to be a little bit different than the way that our normal episodes go if you've caught any previous episodes of the Living in Sunshine podcast. So for each month of the podcast, we have a different theme. And for September, we've been diving into the theme of fear and how to conquer your fear. Now, today's episode is a little bit different because it's actually a bonus episode for September. So in case you didn't notice, there are five Wednesdays in the month of September. And whenever this happens, I like to make that fifth episode of the month a Q&A episode. So because it is the fifth Wednesday of the month, this is going to be a Q&A episode. And all of the questions that I'm answering in today's episode are questions that you guys submitted to me over on Instagram. And if you aren't already following me on Instagram, please go give me a follow. My handle is at living, the letter N and sunshine. You'll find me. I'll pop right up and you can go ahead and follow me over there. That way you can submit questions for the next Q and a episode that we do the next time there's five Wednesdays in a month. Now, before we get too far into this episode, there are a couple of announcements that I want you to know about. First and foremost, I wanted to remind you of the Living in Sunshine monthly sunshine newsletter. This is a free newsletter that I send out the first Sunday of every single month. So the newsletter for October is going to be going out this Sunday. And if you have been following along on Instagram, you're going to want to make sure that you subscribe to that newsletter because that newsletter is going to have all of the details for the level up your life challenge that we are going to be doing in October. And if you don't follow me on Instagram and you don't know what that challenge is, the Level Up Your Life Challenge is going to be a super fun way for you to make small changes in your life to truly up-level the way that you live, the way that you go through your day, the way that you wake up, all of those general things. I'm going to be giving you small things that I've been implementing throughout the year that you can implement too to just thrive a little bit more. But the catch for it is you're only going to get the details for it and access to the entire challenge if you're on that newsletter list. So make sure you can find the newsletter linked in the show notes or over within my Instagram bio if you already follow me over there. Make sure that you subscribe to that newsletter because all of the info is going to be in the monthly sunshine newsletter. As a reminder, that will go out this Sunday. All right, so I think that is all of the announcements that I have for today's episode. Let's go ahead and jump into our Q&A for September. 
Okay, so we are going to start by just answering some of these more lifestyle, lighthearted, funny questions that you guys submitted. And you guys always submit the best questions. So if any of your questions are here, thank you so much for submitting them. I really appreciate it. We literally wouldn't have this Q&A episode if you guys didn't ask any questions. So thank you so much for actually asking questions. That way I actually had content for these episodes. Okay, so question number one, how did you name your pets? Okay, so this one is so funny because we actually have way too many pets if you know us. Uh, So if you don't know me or you don't know my family structure, I live with my husband, Lucas, aka the cute blonde boy. If you, you know, follow me over on Instagram, that's what I call him over on Instagram stories. And we have four dogs (laughs) and two guinea pigs between us. And... I'm not really sure how we ended up with all of these animals, but we have them. (laughs) And I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't change it for anything. I love our animals. I'm a huge dog mom. I love my guinea pigs, probably more than anyone should love a small rodent. But we have four dogs, Henry, Ellie, Caesar, and Stella. So Henry and Ellie actually started off as my dogs, if you wanna think of it as like my dogs and Lucas's dogs. (laughs) So Henry and Ellie are technically my dogs, quote unquote, my dogs, right? I've had Henry since I was a freshman in high school. I got Ellie the summer after I got Henry. Um, And Henry's name really just kind of like hit me as I was (laughs) taking him home. We rescued him from a puppy mill like an hour and a half away from my house. And I had an hour and a half drive with my mom and my grandpa and I was literally staring at him in the back of the car. And the name Henry just hit me. And I was like, this is his name. His name is Henry and I love him. Uh, And then we got Ellie. And I'm pretty sure my cousin actually named Ellie. I'm pretty sure she came up with his name or her name. And she's like, Henry, Henry's getting a friend. Maybe Ellie, you should name him Ellie. And so the name Ellie comes from my cousin. She named him because at the time my mom and my aunt were living together. So we were all sort of like one big family. Um, So Ellie was actually not something I picked out, something that my cousin picked out. And then Caesar is our golden retriever and Lucas named Caesar. So Lucas got Caesar like, I don't know, two, three weeks after he and I started dating and he got Caesar as a puppy. And apparently, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't love the name Caesar, but he's not my dog. Um, he is a Caesar though. You look at him and you're like, all right, all right, you're a Caesar. I see it. Um, at the time, Lucas was like apparently super into like Roman history. I have no idea. This is just his story that he tells people when people ask him where he got the name. And then Stella um, was actually the name that the shelter gave her and she responded to it and she answers to it. So we just decided to keep it. She's almost three. It's one of those situations where we could have given her a new name, but Stella just kind of like fits her personality. Um, and it was a name that she already responded to. So they are the names for the dogs. Now for the guinea pigs. So the guinea pigs were 100% a quarantine decision. Lucas and I got our two guinea pigs who are two boys. Their names are Wallace and Gromit. Last July, so July of 2020, after like a year of talking about getting guinea pigs, we just decided to go for it. We're like, we're locked down in a quarantine. Like, why the heck not? And we decided to get two boys. And we were trying to think of two boys, like, you know, Laverne and Shirley, Lorelai and Rory, you know, all of these like famous pairs that you know of and Kim and Kanye, you know what I mean? And I came up with Wallace and Gromit and it just kind of so perfectly fit their personalities. Wallace is 100% like the Wallace in the movie, like Wallace and Gromit, like the claymation movies. Please tell me that someone knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) If not, I'm going to feel very old. Um, And Gromit is like truly like Gromit in the movie. So it kind of perfectly fit. And if we ever decide to act on the desire to get a third one, because we really want to get a third guinea pig because we love them, we're going to name it Cheese. (laughs) 
Wallace, Gromit, and Cheese because of the obsession with cheese in the movies. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, silly names, totally perfectly fit. Um, but that's how everyone, that's how all of the animals in our house got their names. Just sort of by coincidence, um, by suggestion of other people and by just pure relation to other things that we were like currently thinking of when we got the animal. Okay, so another lifestyle question is your top three favorite Instagram accounts. So my top three, if I were to answer you right here, right now, would have to be the top three people that like I go and actively seek out their handles. Um, and the first one that comes to mind, and if you follow me, you watch my stories, you already know I'm probably gonna say this, is my online productivity BFF, Jess Massey. I love her. I love following along in her journey. And I have actually followed her since before she officially like made Hustle Sanely. Um, and if you go and search Hustle Sanely or uh, at Jess M. Massey, there's two M's, uh, she'll pop right up. She's amazing. She helps. She truly is like why I live the peacefully productive life that I do. Um, cause she teaches all about that in her Instagram stories and in her Instagram space. Um, and she sells really amazing products as well. So if you're looking for someone to help you with productivity, um, outside of what I share in my own spaces, Jessica Massey is like my hands down number one favorite person. My second favorite Instagram account to follow. And again, I'm going to go based off of just solely who I like to actually keep up with is Daryl Ann Denner. She has like a million followers on Instagram now. So I'm sure people probably know who I'm talking about. Um, she's a mom. She has two really cute kids. She's married. Um, and her and her whole family like live in this giant, beautiful house in Dallas. They just moved. And I just like to follow her for no other reason than I like watching her life. Like she's just one of those people who I enjoy following along in her life for no other reason than I enjoy following along in her life. Like there's nothing in my opinion, truly special about her. I like that she keeps things real. She share, she shares really good um, like deals and clothing options. Um, but she really is just like a lifestyle blogger and she like shares sometimes about mom life. Like she's a mom blogger in my opinion without being a mom blogger, if that makes sense. So Jess Massey, Daryl Ann Denner, and then, hmm, I don't know. I don't think I have a third one. I think those are my 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 most watched. Those those are my two most watched people. Because at this point, like we all just watch reels, right? We all just go on the like reels for you page, if that's even what it's called on Instagram, and like scroll reels for like an hour and a half, right? Like I don't feel like many people go and stalk one individual person. But if I had to stalk those like individual humans, I would go stalk Jess and Daryl Ann just for the fact that like I like what they produce and I like what they put out there. So Jess Massey and Daryl Ann Denner are my two favorite Instagram accounts. All right, so let's dive into the next question. So the next question is something that you accomplished way earlier than expected. Um, I think that, and this is like gonna turn like slightly philosophical and like deep without intentionally going there, but I think truly living a life that I love happened way earlier than I expected it to. <laughs> um, I just, I grew up in a very adverse situation. We grew up very poor um, for the better part of my life. And I still sort of hang on to some of those struggles. But there are just days in my life where I'm like, damn, this is my, like, this is my life. Like, what the heck? This is my life. Hello? Like, is this real life? <laughs> is this real life? And I feel like that's something that not many people can say that they do. Not many people from my experience can say, yeah, 
I'm like kind of obsessed with the life that I have. And I'm like kind of obsessed with like every part of my life. And the fact that I can say that at 26 is a huge accomplishment. Cause I feel like there are people who are like, oh, I need to, you know, get to this financial income goal first, or, oh, I need to do X, Y, Z things on my bucket list before I can say like, oh, I'm so happy with my life. But like, I genuinely, truly love my life. My house is a shit show sometimes. The roof is literally falling down. I love my husband. We live in a beautiful house. We're so like blessed beyond anything that either of us could probably explain at 26 years old. And we're doing okay. And we're and we're living a life that we love. And yes, there are things that are hard. And yes, that there are days where I'm just like, all right, I'm done. Burn the place down. We're moving in with my mom. Like, goodbye, going to the beach, right? Everyone has those days. But taking those days out of the equation, like there are days where I just sort of sit in my office and I'm like, this is what I've always wanted. I've always wanted a life that I'm obsessed with and that I feel safe in and that I feel secure and happy and joyful of. And that's where I'm at. And the fact that I'm at that point at 26, it feels like it it can only go up. Right. So I feel like that is like my biggest thing that I've accomplished way earlier than expected of just being happy and, and joyful in my life every single day. All right. So the last couple of questions all have to do with the podcast. <laughs> so this is probably my number one asked question when I do like a Q&A or I post a question box on Instagram is questions regarding the podcast. How did you start the podcast? Does it cost money to have a podcast? Why did you start the podcast? Like all of these different podcasting questions. So so let's start with this first question when it comes to the podcast. And someone specifically asked this one and it is, does it cost money to have a podcast? And the short answer is yes, uh, it does. <laughs> Just like hosting maybe a website, if you've ever been a blogger, maybe you had a website for personal or business reasons, you had to pay for that website space. It's the same thing with a podcast. Now, I'm not an expert. I'm not a podcast expert. I have only had this podcast for about eight or nine months now. So someone out there could tell you something completely different. But this is just my experience, how I started the Living in Sunshine podcast. Uh, And if you guys have questions beyond what I share in this episode, feel free to shoot me a DM. But getting back to the question, it does cost money to host your podcast. So similar to buying a website name or paying a website host, uh, you have to pay a host to sort of push out your podcast. So for me, my podcasting host is called Buzzsprout, B-U-Z-Z, and then Sprout. Uh, and they are a one of the best and one of the biggest podcasting hosts out there that people use to push out and to host their, their podcast. And when I say host, I just mean that that's where my podcast lives. So I record the podcast on my own, on my, on my MacBook. I edit it. I do all of that stuff on my computer. And then I upload it to this website and that website then pushes it out to podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, uh, you know, really anywhere that you're listening to this podcast, my podcasting host does that for me. So I don't have to do that, right? Of course, there's other ways that you can do that, but this was the easiest way for me as a beginner to do that without having to learn how to like host it from my own website, you know? And so I do pay for it. So Buzzsprout has the option of a free membership, but that free membership only allows you to upload so many minutes. And then it also doesn't give you their, what they call magic mastering, um, which essentially is like another layer of editing that Buzzsprout does for you. 
once you upload your, your, your episode to their website. So I wanted to pay for that extra editing just to really make my sound super clear uh, and make it sound as best as it could within that before it goes out to like everyone to listen to. So it's not that much. It's like less than $20 a month or something. Um, and you get a whole bunch of stuff. I cannot recommend Buzzsprout enough. I love them as a podcasting host. If you are someone wanting to start a podcast, please feel free to shoot me a DM because I do have an affiliate link for them. Um, and you get like a $20 Amazon gift card or something. And then I get a little bit of a kickback too. So if you are interested in podcasting and you want the info on Buzzsprout, feel free to shoot me a DM. Um, and I'd be happy to chat with you about them. Okay, so this next one, I'm going to try and cap myself at talking about it for like three minutes because I could go on for hours. But someone literally said, how did you start the podcast? Please give me a step-by-step, a step-by-step tutorial. And we're just going to try and keep this to like two to three minutes because it's one of those things that I could go on for hours. So what I did first was get on Google. (laughs) It's really that easy of getting on Google and I literally searched how do you start a podcast? And I read like easily at least 10 different articles of how to start a podcast, different blogs, different Pinterest pins, different websites that I could find. I got on Buzzsprout's website because they have like a beginner's guide to starting a podcast. And I just read through all of that. Okay. So first step, in my opinion, do your research, right? How do you actually do this? Then from there, a really crucial piece of information that I got was to plan out a full year's worth of content before doing anything else. Because if you can't come up with a year's worth of content for your podcast, you shouldn't do it because you don't have enough content to make it sustainable. And a lot of podcasts don't make it, like don't produce more than 15 episodes because people jump into it without a plan and without a game plan. And then they run out of stuff to talk about and then they just stop producing episodes, right? So that would be step number two, create a content plan, decide how often you want to upload a new episode. For me, I wanted it to be one time a week. Uh, Maybe you want it to be two. Maybe you want it to be, you know, once every two weeks. I know my favorite podcast, Lore, uh, has a new episode every two weeks and go from there. So first, research. Second, make a content plan because if you don't have enough content, you're never going to be successful, right? And then I think my next step was digging into the actual equipment of what I would need and how much I was willing to spend. So starting a podcast outside of just the monthly hosting, you have to have the right equipment for it, right? You have to have a microphone. You have to have headphones if you don't already have them. You have to have the editing service if you don't already have that. Really dig into the research of the technology that you need behind the podcast that you want to create. And I will link the equipment that I bought. It's very basic. It's very easy. Um, Not a bunch of money. I think I spent like $150 on my equipment. And I've made like eight or nine months worth of podcasting content. And it's been great. And it has worked. I probably won't upgrade anything for another couple of years just because I probably won't need to. Um, But that would be step number three. Dig into the research and dive into finding out what equipment you need to be able to be successful and create a podcast of quality. And then I think number four would be to start to really plan out your content in terms of writing your scripts, in terms of finding people that you wanna interview. Maybe you wanna make an interview style podcast. I knew for me that wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted it to be my podcast um, and I didn't wanna have to worry about finding guests or anything like that. 
So I started with writing my actual podcasting scripts. So if you're going to do a show similar to mine, maybe you can start by writing three or four podcast scripts while you work on, you know, finding the technology that you want to use and, and buying that technology for your podcast. But that would be step number four, actually laying out your content, writing your scripts, coming up with a schedule of when you're going to record your podcasts. For me, I do all of my podcast production on Sundays. So I record them and I edit them on Sundays and I write my scripts during the week. So coming up with a schedule and actually making that content and producing that content, that way you can start recording is probably step number four. And then finally, step number five for me when coming up and creating the podcast would be to just actually do it, <laughs> right? Like this is this is like the Spark Notes version of how to start a podcast. Like please know that there's so much more that goes into it than what I'm talking about now. Um, but just doing it, just actually getting yourself to order this stuff online, to get into your office or a closet or wherever you're going to record it and actually hit record, actually editing and actually publishing, okay? You want to actually follow through because there are so many of you who come to me and say, I want to start a podcast but I'm really scared of like what people will think about me. Like I felt the same way. I remember pushing publish on my Instagram announcement that I was creating this podcast and I threw my phone across the room. I was like, oh my God, people know I'm gonna start a podcast now. Oh my God. Like internal panic, cue the dramatic music. I feel like I'm starting to sweat, right? <laughs> like that's normal, but you can't let that fear hold you back, right? And this is a perfect conversation to end this podcast on because September was all about talking about fear and how to conquer your fear, right? So step number five is actually doing it, is actually getting into a recording schedule, is actually publishing that that episode so everyone can hear it, and then being consistent, right? No one likes an inconsistent podcaster. No one likes an inconsistent employee or coach or friend or sister or anything, right? So be consistent in your podcast so that way it can grow and be successful and reach the people that you want it to reach. And that is everything, you guys. Those are all of your questions that you guys submitted to me over on Instagram. Again, if you want to help submit questions for the next time I do a Q&A episode, make sure to go give me a follow over on Instagram. My handle again is at living in sunshine. And if you are interested in joining me in the Level Up Your Life Challenge happening next month, be sure to click on the link in the show notes for the uh, monthly sunshine newsletter. It's going to go out this Sunday with all of the details of how you can join that challenge. Again, thank you so much for joining me in today's episode, submitting your questions, and just continuing to hang out with me in this space. The podcast is such a labor of love, and it truly brings me so much joy knowing that you guys enjoy it as much as I enjoy making it. So if you're here still listening, thank you so much, and I cannot wait to meet you again next Wednesday for a brand new episode. Until then, I am sending you all the sunshine, good vibes, and I hope you make it a great day. That is all I have for you today, my dudes, and I hope you loved today's episode. If you did, I would seriously appreciate it if you took a few moments to go and leave the podcast a rating over on Apple Podcasts. For every review that you leave, it seriously does help this podcast grow, and it helps me reach more women just like you. If you had any major takeaways or aha moments while listening, I would love it if you also shared that on your social medias via Instagram or Facebook. Drop a screenshot of today's episode, put your little takeaway, and then make sure you tag me at Living in Sunshine so I can reshare your aha moments with my people as well. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And until next week, I am sending you all the sunshine, good vibes, and I hope you make it a great day.